Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are in the bowels of the Atelier of Laszlo, who you've now learned is Laszlo von Dracovich, a some mad scientist of the Bloodbane family. Uh, and as you kind of went through the the you know the sanctum or the inner into the inner sanctum of this uh, lab, you unsealed him, found out that X319 was made by him and another version of himself along with that soft reverence you met. Uh, but now he's kind of gone even more insane than you would think someone like he is. He's now piloting this giant, like, you know, biomechanical creature and is uh, currently reigning electric fire down on you guys so right off the bat do me a solid and make me a dexterity saving throw as electric fire just rains down from uh the you know up in the air down to the ground so i have that bubbled in so what does that do for me then if you have dexterity bubbled in for the saving throw then it's like as if you're proficient in it so you're adding the proficiency bonus on top of dexterity as you roll your d20 so proficiency and I add my dex bonus. Yep. Oh, okay. So that is going to be 22. 22? 15. 15? Unnatural 20. Not bad. You guys dive aside. Uh, it just grazes past you guys and the, like, you know, the fire doesn't even necessarily hit you so much as, like, the lightning crackling around. And you guys each take... Uh, Would have been... Uh, 10 damage, you're instead taking 5 damage. And for you, Thelonious, it's actually like 2 damage because of your uh, resistances, because of being okay. a dragonborn and a sorcerer, because you're resistant to what, lightning and fire? Uh, yep. I should have chosen those elements better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I. Uh, those are the only two, but yep. So that's <clears throat> uh, uh, Laszlo's turn. He. Breathe in, shot fire, uh, electric fire everywhere. And now it's just sort of stuck to the ground. So like every maybe like, you know, five, ten feet, there's this like ball of fire that's just crackling with electricity and you kind of have to dodge around it. Uh, so Thelonious, it is now your turn. Uh, we're going to do a level one chromatic orb. Absolutely. Uh, what element are you creating in your hands? Acid. You create a ball of acid. Go ahead and uh, uh, roll for me. 
It's a spell attack. Uh, that would be 23. You got him. Roll for yeah. damage. Roll for damage. Oh, and uh, for our listeners who, uh, 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 just so they know, uh, this is a new recording session, so you guys are starting fresh on all your critical failures. Well, thank God for that. She rolls up to six damage total. Six total? Yeah. Wow. Oof. To roll Oof. high dice? Oof. Listen, we know what happened last time. Acid <laughs> splashes across the, the gigantic beast, so this weird, like, uh, like pteranodon type monster with these long linky clawed arms uh, takes a bit of acid you know to its uh, you know like shoulder and doesn't slow it down in the least uh, actually mm -hmm. hold on can I um, re-roll my damage dice with an empowered spell you can if you want to use one of your sorcery points absolutely might as well because that was shit and I got a whole lot of sorcery points I can use if you've got a bunch you might as well use them alright so go ahead and roll, and uh, let me know how much more damage I need to add. Already better. <laughs> Crab baskets. Fourteen. Okay, yeah, that's that's uh, quite a bit better. Uh, so let's see. Sometimes I know what I'm doing here, guys. <laughs> All right. So you you thought that you like nicked it in the shoulder and it whizzes by and then just lands right in the middle of its tail and starts melting through a little more. Uh, Laszlo doesn't seem like as the the creature melts away. Laszlo himself does not seem to feel any pain or anything. You know, he seems pretty confident in the the like the weird like clear exposed like head cavity that he's like hiding in, like covered in tongue, like you know using his body as like this like you know to pilot this thing. Uh, Felonius, did you want to move or anything? Where am I right now? Remember. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, you you got a little closer to the thing, but you're not in like melee range of it. Uh, you're probably, I think, like you know, I don't know, thirty feet away or something tops. I'll I'll go back about another thirty feet if I can do that. Just move away another thirty. You can. Uh, so. Uh, to be honest with you, the, the terrain 15. has kind of become difficult terrain. Okay. Uh, so in order to dodge around all the fire and lightning and stuff, you have to use extra movement. So you okay. use you go back about 15 feet. That's fine. And then can I also say, fuck you, Van Dragovich, I hate your guts. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. And he shouts down back at you. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. All right. So I know I'm off in the kind of the corner or not the corner, but the far left wall. So I was yeah, trying yeah. To, I was trying to make a tripwire, and that's uh, that's not going to pan out. Unfortunately, no. And honestly, the, this creature's so big that it's barely had to move around. It's like its its reach is completely fine to hit just about all of you in this uh, lab. Although it's uh, uh, not necessarily uh, hit you guys too much so far. I don't think. I'm in melee range, correct? Yeah, yeah. You had got up in melee range to hit it with the sword. So I am. How how far away am I from the creature? Uh, I would say probably a good like 45 feet. I think that's what you had requested somewhere around there. Okay. Listeners are probably going to be like, uh, uh, no, yeah. actually, <laughs> we just listened to the episode. No, it's totally different, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, canonically, it was 45 feet. That's Something it. like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. All right. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to fire uh, I'm gonna fire an arrow at it. By all means. That is a... Did you have a distracting strike going or anything like that, Hannibal? I don't remember. Did you have a note about that or anything? I don't have a note about it, but I would have used it last time. Okay. I... Uh, that's a 19. That's it? What's it matter anyway? <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. 
and let me know what you get. That is 18 altogether. Not too shabby. And then, so I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move 15 feet towards the center of the room um, with my move action. Like, it's still, still trying to keep like front to back distance the same from the creature, but laterally. Sure. So you have to end up moving like thir- using 30 feet of movement right. to yeah get the the 15 Mo- feet uh, closer to the center of the room. And then would my dash allow me to move? Like my cunning action, could I use that to dash? Uh, that would just be using a bonus action to dash. Uh, so yeah, feasibly, if you want to get further, you can do that. Like right now, as, as you get to the center of the room, you're close to Thelonious. Okay. Um, Did you want to continue on like an extra like 15 feet away to get some distance? Or do you want to yeah, be adjacent? I'm gonna, no, I'm going to, I'll move 15 feet away to get some, some more distance. Sure. So you um, guys are both kind of, it's a huge chamber. So you're both kind of in the center, but about 15 feet away from each other. So you're not necessarily stacked on top of one another. Uh, and after Alice is um, Hannibal. All right. I'm going to stab this dude three times. And um, one of them is going to be a distracting strike. Absolutely. If you've still got uses of it, go right ahead. Uh, well, the first hit is uh, a an 11. A miss. Bounces off its scaly armor. An 11. Bounces off its scaly armor. Oh. Maybe you got to use another d20. I don't know. I just dropped it. It's black and the desk is dark. Try a different dice. Hey, there we go. 19. <laughs> hey, there we go. Or unnatural 20. Sorry. I, uh, Yeah, yeah. You absolutely hit. All right. So I got... I uh, need a D8. All right. So that's uh, 6, 9, 14. Not bad. You slide your uh, rapier into, like, in, you know, its leg, and you you think that, like, on a normal creature, it would have done pretty considerable damage, but as you pull the, the blade out, the, the creature is mindless. It's just operated by, you know, uh, Laszlo. Okay. Laszlo's turn. Uh, he... Like immediately, the the like the two giant lanky claws, like he pulls back one and just like flings it backward, and it almost acts like rubber. It just goes back in like a straight line, and it, you think it's going to become longer as he flings it out, and he immediately launches the claw attack against one of the two of you that's further away. So go ahead and both of you roll a d twenty, uh, uh, Thelonious and Alice, and we'll see who he goes after. That's a three. Nine. Goes after <laughs> Alice. Claw just like goes flying across the room. Uh, let's see if he can get you. Uh, probably not. Uh, uh, 12 for your AC. 16. You hop up in the air and the claw slams into the ground. Uh, and then it... Uh, uh, takes its uh uh you know giant like chomping head and then just goes to try to bite Hannibal. And ooh, 17 on the dice. Yeah, he gets a 20-something. Sorry, buddy. Your hit. Great. <laughs> get my pen ready. And you take 12 damage Good as God. the thing, yeah, just reaches down and just chomps down. Um, Hannibal must taste good. <laughs> Shit. That's not good. How you looking, Hannibal? Not great? 
Um, I am not terrible. Oh, okay. Uh, the thing bites down and uh, chomps down hard and, and like you know lets go and you know you guys look over and Hannibal has like like almost like a row of like you know like bleeding little like you know like knife wounds all over him almost like he got hit with like five daggers and uh, and you hear Laszlo cackling maniacally up above. Thelonious, it's your turn. Let's do a <clears throat> level two chromatic orb. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Uh-oh. 13? Wait a second. Did you hit with distracting strike? Oh, I did, yes. You, you have, have advantage. advantage. Yes. Oh, nice. 13. <laughs> oh, no. You launch and it goes wide. Acid ball goes flying across the room and hits the back wall. Sorry. Shit. Oof. Oof. Feeling confident with the first roll. Really? The first roll? The first roll, I rolled a 23. Oh, yeah. I meant like, yeah, not this oh, got it, double got it, got roll. It, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do, Thelonious, on your turn? Curse, say fuck! Yeah, sounds about right. And uh, Alice, it's your turn next. Uh, Alright, so first thing I'm going to do is fire an arrow at it. Mm-hmm. That is a unnatural 20. That's a hit. And let me know what you get. That is 12 damage altogether. You got uh, your bonus for, what is it, me being min mailer? Yeah. Um, Sneak attack, yeah. Sneak attack, yeah. So you launch an arrow and it uh, hits the thing in the side. And once again, like, I mean, you've been pumping this thing full of arrows, but I mean, it's just still keeps going and going. Uh, so anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, can I roll perception to see if we are even like doing anything to this? Does it seem like it's uh... yeah? make a perception check? What'd you get? A. 18. With an 18, it looks like you are indeed damaging the body. It fe it seems like the body like maybe doesn't move and like, you know, the the best it can in certain ways. Like the body is being damaged, but it doesn't have pain receptors to like say that it like, you know, normally when a body experiences pain, it knows, "Oh, I can't move in that direction." You think in this case it's just keeps doing it and like, you know, just not doing it as well. So you think the body is falling apart, it's just a matter of you know, this thing, you know, not having, you know, these pain receptors or whatever. Okay. And then can I move 15 feet forward? That would still give me 30 feet of distance between me and it, right? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to move 15 feet forward. You move a little bit closer. Hannibal, back over to you. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is use my second wind, which is a bonus action. Get some health back? And get some health back because I'm going to need that. Yeah, it's, uh, health is nice. Yeah. Not dying is great. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally not dying would be great. Uh, so it is a D10 plus my level. All right. So that's good. Takes me back to, to that. Good. And then right. I'm going to do uh, my two attacks because I can only do two attacks now. By all means. With my sword. <sighs> Motherfuck. 11. <laughs> You guys have had such poor luck. And a 10. Oh. So you try to swipe into the, the scales and you just can't land a blow. 
let's see. Laszlo's turn. Laszlo goes to swipe the uh, two of you in the distance with its like, you know, rubber banded, like, you know, cl- like long claw arm attacks. So let's see. Uh, Thelonious and Alice. Thelonious, Alice. Wow. 15 on both those dice. How convenient. Uh, 22 versus both of your ACs. Hits you both, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You both take uh, eight damage. Can I use Uncanny Dodge to take four? You sure can. All yeah. Right. <laughs> Uses your reaction, but that's a rogue ability for you. Well, at least somebody will be alive at the end of this thing. Can I use a shield? Shield, I think, gives you, what, a bonus four or five to your AC, uh, and it got a 22. I'm oh, pretty sure, work. yeah, it, it would still hit you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if there's ever a time it's only just sort of hitting you, then yeah, yeah shield sorry, is... It's four or five, I think, right? I'll yeah, I believe so. It. You'll have to double check, but I think it's like a, yeah, it's like a plus five bonus or something. So that's a big no. Yeah. Okay. And I... I Laszlo, uh, you know, cackles up in the, the, you know, his like weird biological like cockpit and he's just like <laughs> and just laughing to himself. I uh, Thelonious, it's your turn. Level three chromatic orb. Oh boy. Ball of acid is created in your hands. Bigger than before. 21. Bigger than the last one. You launch and it hits. That's a 5d8. Let's see that spirit bomb. (laughs) It's like the reverse spirit bomb. Acid. Boiling acid just splashes over the thing. Do it, Goku. Do it. (laughs) 25. Yeah, economics. There we go. Acid splashes up in the the face of the the weird like tyrannosaur monster. So it's kind of melting away a bit. And Laszlo himself like you know kind of like gasps out in surprise and realizes that the body is starting to like fall apart. Yeah, eat that motherfucker. I'm saying fuck I'll a do lot. No such thing. I, <laughs> uh, Felonius, anything else on your turn? No, I already swore. That's yeah. <laughs> bonus action to swear. All right, uh, Alice, it's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna hit it with a uh, another arrow. Absolutely. That is a 19. A uh, 19's a hit. Okay. I was so nervous about that roll. <laughs> that was, that <laughs> was, was my last level three uh, spell. 13 damage altogether. And you launch another arrow into the thing, and uh, and you can tell it's like you know arms aren't moving quite as uh, uh, you know spryly as before and stuff. All right, and then I'd like to move because I'm still off to the kind of to the right of it. Yeah. Um. So I'd like to move fifteen. If I move fifteen feet forward, then how far am I from it? From like its right flank. I uh, I mean the thing is so huge. Uh, you would be like fifteen more feet away from its front, but like from its flank would be like another like you know thirty feet, like fifteen you know feet. I would say. Okay, so I'm so I move forward and I'm fifteen feet away from its front. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then I'm gonna move fifteen feet to the right. Okay. So and you're kind of you're trying to get around to its side. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, then can I cutting action to move 50, more fifteen feet? More feet forward. Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, now kind of like uh, almost neck and neck with where Hannibal would be, uh, but you're further away. You're like 15 feet behind him, and you're coming around its you know uh, flank. Uh, that would be your turn, Hannibal. It's your turn. 
going to attack three times. By all means. Distracting strike. There we go. 21. That's a hit. <sighs> Fucking one. Oh, first of the day. Yes. Bounces off the bone in its, uh, uh, in its <clears throat> leg and it doesn't, uh, doesn't land. And a 19. And a 19's a hit. So two attacks. Hit. Not too shabby. Pile up the damage. Let me know a total. So distracting strike, does that mean I get advantage on the next you one? You will have advantage on the next hit. Uh, 22. 22 damage. <clears throat> yeah. The the leg starts to kind of like buckle a bit. Like the knee is like kind of like shifting around a lot and it like looks like it's having a hard time standing. And Laszlo's getting a lot more concerned. You can see the uh uh the laughing maniacal or the maniacal laughing laughing he was doing has kind of been replaced by like, you know, very clear concern on his face as he's stuck in this thing as it's kind of wobbling around. Hannibal, anything else you want to do? Yeah. I wanna yell. I want to yell. No, I got nothing yet. <laughs> just okay. swear. That's what just, I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dick kick you. <laughs> I'm gonna dick kick you so hard, right in the dick. What's the snipe style, bitch? Dick kick. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Laszlo is, um, a little concerned. At <laughs> shock. I, uh, the the two clawed arms pull back to its side. And he says, I'll bury you along with this laboratory. And the two arms go flying into the ceiling and you hear and the claws are just like digging into the like the metal ceiling and it looks like he's about to pull the ceiling down. Oh boy. Somebody melt this motherfucker. Thelonious. As it's about to be your turn, you see the ceiling crack over his head and the what would be above him in the floors above starts. You hear it like kind of like top, like whatever, like, you know, uh, was up there hits the the like the metal grating and starts sliding down and slams. And you see what is essentially the back of this weird tyrannosaur like open up and like tentacles almost appear and the creations that von Drakovich had left up in the lab start falling on top of the uh the back of this thing and the tentacles start ratching it up and you see the flesh starting to like pump back into legs and the arms get bigger with like claws and spikes and laszlo is is augmenting his machine <sighs> Fucking shit, we should have killed those things. Good lord. Would you like to have a list of what you're seeing land on top of him? <clears throat> yes, please. Absolutely. I mean, I don't want to, but I should. <laughs> okay, so you're seeing a, let's see, uh, the undead do uh, have not fallen on top of him yet. They're uh, further back in the, the lab. Uh, you see a... Don't fucking look at me. Huge looking. You see a huge form made of many dragonborn and kobolds. Uh, it looks like it's just an amalgamation of just like a bunch of different forms. You see a silver dragon the size of like a like a, a house pet, like a dog. 
You see a uh, dragonborn flesh golem with an exposed brain. And finally, you see the head of a dragon that has tentacles coming off of it that was chained up and the tentacles rip the chains off the wall and pull it in. And it's this weird, like, chimera, like, monstrous form of limbs and like extra heads and stuff and Laszlo is laughing maniacally he's like I'll destroy you all Craig what the fuck is wrong with you it's not the time or the place for that question <laughs> that's a behind the uh, DM screen question Thelonious it's your turn I feel like maybe I should just light it up with some fire at this point acid did work already and did standard damage I mean you know probably work with these other things too at this point Hard to say 100%, but I mean, it was working before. That's all I can tell you. All right. Let's do a level two chromatic orb then. Absolutely. You have advantage. Roll twice and take the better result. And for the love of God, do not fail. Natural 20. Yes! Yeah! Son Woo! of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go ahead and take those damage dice and double them. So what is the dice roll? It'd be because it's level two, four D8. So it's eight D8. Nice. <laughs> And the reason you're doing that is because feasibly you can use one of your sorcery points and change it if it's a bad uh, set of rolls. Ah, I feel like he's going to take a whole bunch of damage. I just don't don't want this to happen. It's not that good. I'm going to use a sorcery point. Do Try it. again. Yeah, uh, go ahead and write down the damage pool you had before just in case. It was 17. Oh, yeah, that's not I rolled great. like five ones. Yeah, so use a sorcery point uh, and go ahead and re-roll that uh, set of eight. That is just so much damage. The rolls just keep going and going. I'm not doing the right fucking roll. I'm There's using a D6. D6. <laughs> Try again. There so roll for the first time with the D8. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. All right, so some the Jeopardy music or I'm something. Gonna, I'm going to yell about kicking him in the dick some more. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I don't even know who Wesley Snipes is. Oh, you'll, you'll find out soon enough. I don't want to. What is he doing with that acid? <laughs> it's like slow motion acid coming at him. Uh, We're just. Time is frozen. Oh, no. I think it's like a Michael Bay movie. 26. I. I that's a, maybe a little bit below the average. Yeah, because, yeah, it's eight, eight times eight. Let's do it again. 64. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, if there's any role you want to succeed, it's probably this one. You know, getting higher on uh, the this big damage role is, is certainly going to help. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You guys have had a, a, a quite a few moments already where big spells fizzled, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're going to... Do I have to use the new one? No, you you use whichever one, the higher then one, it's I 26. Unless, could I use another empowered? No, I be <laughs> don't believe you can keep using it. Then 26. 26. Good lord. Uh, I can't roll D8s to save my life. Maybe that's why I went to a D6 accidentally. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> that could be. Might be onto something there. Acid splashes over the thing, and the with the the flesh it's absorbed from the creatures above, it's you know toughened up enough to the point where it's at least still standing. Uh, Thelonious, that's your turn. Alice, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna throw another arrow at it. Absolutely. That is a seventeen. Seventeen is a hit. 
Let me know what you get. That is 17. All right. And then I want to use my my movement. I, I want to try to get... Mm-hmm. Let's see. So if I move 15 feet forward, I'm like in its face. Yeah, if you, well, on an angle, essentially. Okay. But yeah, if you get up uh, about 15 feet, you're going to be right up on it, uh, right next to Hannibal. Uh, if you're looking to, like, get around to its side or something, you know, you definitely can. Uh, I mean, its arms are long enough that it can hit, you know, essentially, you know, wherever you're at. Uh, so currently, its arms are kind of indisposed, aren't they? Uh, it had ripped up the ceiling, uh, but on its turn, you think it's going to be able to okay. pull pull okay. us back. So I'm going to move. I'll move 15 feet to the to the right just to maintain that sure. that distance, like 30 feet distance or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'll move 15 feet to the right. Okay. And then nothing else good. on your turn. I think that's good. Hannibal, it's your turn. Well, I guess I'm just going to do three decks. By all means. With distracting strike. Are you out of distracting strikes? I know you have a set amount of them. I have four total. How many did you use last time? I want to say two, so you might so be I'm all good. out. So yeah, so then I can't do it. <sighs> One. Oh, oh! Keep the rest of those attacks going. It was just your first critical fail. All right, fail. Uh, twenty-five. That's a hit. And a what is that? It's a oh, it's a it's a twelve. So twelve is a miss. So you hit once. I. Uh, so as you're you're like you know trying to slash into this thing, uh, you pull your blade back and like you know as you go to like stab in again as you're like kind of holding your your arm out to uh, like with the other sword, it just grazes past your own arm and you cut yourself. Great. You don't take damage, but you think that if you don't make a heal check uh, on your next turn or somebody does, uh, it'll likely start pumping out blood and you'll take damage. You know. On every turn after. Okay, great. Uh, 14 damage for the one. 14, okay. Uh, oh, uh, so at the end of your turn, you would take one point of damage. Okay. Blood spurts out. Got it. Great. Lovely. What, 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 what do I do for a health check? Uh, heal. It would be like a heal check. You need to hit a 10. Oh. And that would be, uh, it would choose an action, though. Oh, great. great. Which is, yeah, wherein lies the issue. I. Uh, Laszlo's turn. So, Laszlo, like, you know, throws its claws out that have now, like, been bolstered with extra flesh and stuff from what it stole from up above. And it just sort of, like, tornado, like, spins its claws around and, like, just, like, nails everybody uh, uh, on the battlefield. Or tries to, at least. Uh, so it's going to go across the room. Uh, Hannibal, it miss. What's your AC? 16. Yeah, misses you. Uh... Let's see. Uh, 19 versus your AC there, uh, Thelonious. If I tie, what does that do? Uh, it would go to the attacker. Damn. Then I'm hit. Shield? Even with shield, I'm hit. The oh, shield will give me a tie. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, so it hits you, and then Alice, uh, I think it misses, uh, like a 12 versus your AC. Yeah, 16. Uh, so for those who were hit, you take five damage, and uh, so it would just be you, Thelonious. And then... The weird extra dragon head uh, that's on its back that like you know like like tentacles to like move around, like l like leans up and then like just glows bright and you think that it's about to launch a blast of like a line of something. All three of you roll a dice. We're gonna see who it goes after. Great. Is a nine. Is it just regular twenty? Just a 20? regular d twenty roll. Twelve. 
Six. Ooh, mm. goes after you. A uh, beam of fire just launches out of its mouth and goes right straight for you. Uh, go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. And what'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen is a uh, fail. Uh, so you would take full damage, but it's fire, so you're taking half damage because you're resistant. You would take 12 damage and said you're taking six. How you feeling, Theo? Uh, not great. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, is this thing fucking dead yet? God. Thelonious, it is your turn. If you have a healing spell, you may want to do that. He does not have a sorcerer. Or a potion or something. Or attack! How bloodthirsty are you, Thelonious? I do have a potion. Um... Could I use the potion with my quicken spell? It could be my bonus action, the one I get. Uh, to apply a potion to yourself, it's a bonus action. To give it to someone else, it's a standard action. Okay. So you could use a bonus action for yourself to drink it down and get some health for yourself. So then I can attack, use the quicken spell, and then do the potion? Or I don't even have to do the quicken spell? You would not have to do the quicken potion. Like, if you did that, you would get another, like, attack in. But... Which I think I'm going to do that anyway, then. All right. So I will attack with... What do I got left here? Uh, we'll stick with uh, level one chromatic orb. I feel like you're probably out of the higher level stuff. I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> so launch a uh, chromatic orb. Uh, there's no advantage on this or anything, so it's just the standard roll. That's great, because that's an 11. It misses. Whiz is passed. Are you going to quicken cast uh, firebolt? Yes, I am. By all means. So I got to roll another D20. Yep. Spell attack for firebolt. No. Nine. Oh, you try to shoot a barrage of spells and they just go whizzing past uh, and miss. Uh, Laszlo laughs maniacally up in this is creepy little cockpit. Uh, so go ahead and uh, use your healing potion. Do you have written down how much it heals? Two D four plus four. Yep. So go ahead and roll that out and take that as uh, healing uh, health points. This is a D four. Right? Yes. And Alice, it is your turn. Uh I'm gonna fire an arrow at the the dragon head on its back. Sure, you want to specifically aim for that? Yeah, by all means. That is a six, sixteen. Sixteen is a, a hit. All right. Let me know what you get. Fifteen altogether. You launch an arrow and it like hits the the dragon head on the back, and then the dragon head immediately like veers down and looks at you, and you're pretty sure it's gonna target you <laughs> next time. Uh, I'm going to move. Uh, I'm gonna move 15 feet forward. Am I on its? Would I be on its flank now? 15 feet away. You had moved about 30 feet. Uh, oh, uh, you were about 30 feet away, so okay. you would have to move like another 30 feet to to be at its flank. Okay. Like in melee range. Um, I don't know if you want to get melee range with a thing with a bite attack, but I mean, by all means. No, I think I want to move and uh, uh, use my move action to move 15 more feet to the right and then hit the uh, side wall or whatever, essentially the, the other side wall. Yeah. Okay. So you're at the, now at the other side of the wall. Uh, Hannibal, it's your turn. All right. Well, uh, three attacks. By all means. Swing away. Oh, there we go. 
Unnatural 20. There we go. That's a hit. Woo! Uh, 23. That's a hit. And a 21. All three hit, finally. Give us a give us a nice pool of damage there, Hannibal. Twenty. Woohoo. You just stab into the leg a bunch and like flesh is flying off and uh, uh, you feel like despite its augmentations, it can't be lasting too much longer. Yeah, dick kick! And the the uh, the the monstrosity that Laszlo is piloting, uh, the uh, two claws go flying just like targeted towards uh, uh, actually you missed uh, last time, right, Thelonious? Eh, it can get to you last. It goes to Hannibal and uh, Alice. Uh, let's see. Uh, 17 versus your AC, Alice. That hits. Absolutely hits. And for that, nah, misses Hannibal. Uh, you take eight damage. And then can I uncanny dodge? You can. Are you sure you want to? Because mm, I have another attack coming my way. You sure do. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'll take the eight damage. All right. No, mm. that's that's probably for the best. You take eight damage, and then the the uh, the red dragon head on its back glows bright red and aims directly for you, Alice. Make me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay. So that's my roll plus proficiency plus dex, right? Yep. Okay. So that's eighteen altogether. You succeed. You take half damage. Can I uncanny dodge and take half on top of that? You can. Uh, oh, wow. That's a lot of sixes. Uh, 18 <laughs> so that you would take nine damage and uh, then, for half. And then can I uncanny dodge? Well, it's... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So then it's half again. Yes, that is correct. You can do that. How are you looking over there, lady? I mean, you know, it, I've, I've had better days. <laughs> <laughs> Laszlo is is feeling feeling confident again. You you'll never stop me. I'll drop this lab on your heads and crush the city you were sworn to protect. Thelonious, it's your turn. He might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Level one chromatic orb. Oh, thank God. Uh, 24. You create a, a bowl of acid and uh, <clears throat> throw, uh, create it in your hand. Roll damage. That's an eight. All right, just double check him there. <laughs> <laughs> and are you going to use sorcery point to try to maximize that damage? I only got one left. Might as well use it. So Give I, it a I, shot. It wasn't eleven. Let's see what you can get this time. Yeah, we're gonna stick with the eleven. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know right. what? So, <laughs> as you create the ball of acid in your uh, hand, the the giant like tyrannosaur mouth like sees you creating it, and Laszlo's like, "I'll never let you!" Goes to bite in. You hop up, and in midair, you have the ball of acid, and Laszlo just sort of looks at you, kind of like with a weird sort of vacant stare, and he's like, "I don't suppose we could parlay at this point?" <laughs> and my acid just splashes into the uh, uh, the like the clear uh, uh, 
casing splashes through, melts into him, and you just hear him screaming ungodly as acid just starts burning him away, and the creature, whatever was holding it together, has lost its like power, and it's all just starts melting. Ha-ha, and I kick it in the dick. Yeah! <laughs> well, it's big. You're going to have to take a turn to go around and kick it in the dick. And uh, as far as that goes, you hear a... <laughs> as the rest of the upper lab starts to sink in a bit. Uh, if you guys want to hear Laszlo's horrific screaming, I can replicate that. But I feel like you guys probably get the idea, right? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah. It's, it's not... Not I mean, do you sight. want? Do you want to? You look like you want. You want, you want to. Yeah, I'm. All right, go this ahead. Is for you. <laughs> this, this is for you. This is our gift this, to the DM. We're not doing it for us. Oh God, the pain! Oh God! <laughs> and then does not make any more noise. Great. That was good. Did all the other shit fall on us yet? Oh, um. You see the uh, the what looks to be the uh, the failure zone is like sinking down like you know it's like essentially was ripped off its hinges and like almost like made to pour down on him. There's no longer any of Laszlo's uh, stuff, but you see the cell doors like like s- just smashing open, and you think the undead creatures that were within will soon be free. We should get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Uh, you guys have gathered up the items you found already. Are yeah. you guys uh, doing anything before you run to the uh, elevator? Uh, uh, do you want to do a quick investigation check? See if we can find anything? How, do we have time? Can we... Every turn I'm going to be rolling to see what happens. I think we'll get we the fuck out go. of here. We're let's all, go. Let's just go. I feel like we've been here a while. <laughs> yeah. We need to go. <laughs> you guys bolt over to the, uh, the, the terminal, the console, and did you guys uh, leave all the three things already inside of it? Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. You hit the button and uh, well, actually make an arcana check to make sure you can activate it and get it going. Each of us? Uh, just one person. That is a seven plus three plus one is 11. With an 11, you remember well enough what button it was. You think if that was your role before, you might not have operated <laughs> it, but you remember which button it was. You hit the, the switch, pull the lever, and the thing starts rising up just as you see the, the failure zone collapsing in and then more of the ceiling falling on top of it, bury, uh, burying whatever undead was in it. And the elevator kind of like, you know, shakes a little bit and at one point comes to an abrupt stop. And then ratchets up up again, and you think that the entire uh, atelier of Laszlo is falling apart, and it hits the uh, uh, the uh, the the ground level essentially. Well, the underground level where you first uh, uh, hit, and you see indeed uh, across from you the failure zone is essentially essentially collapsed in on itself, and you see the the wall that collapsed in has also opened up the uh, disposal zone and you see that nasty worm monster is starting to like kind of find its way out. Uh, what would you guys like to do? It's your turn. Uh, I think we should grab the jewels and run for the exit. Yes. So each of you are grabbing one of the, the sockets, essentially. Sure, that makes yep. sense. Yeah. Yep. You each grab one and you guys bolt. Go ahead and make me athletics checks. Uh, I don't have any proficiency in that, so that is seven. 17. 
17. <laughs> Alice is a little further behind. Uh, Alice luckily has the uh, uh, the uh, like rogue abilities that you know let her you know focus more a little bit on you know the skill check side of things. Uh, Alice is still though a little further behind, but the worm does not turn its attention towards you guys as you guys run to the staircase and start running up. Can we lock? Can we use the key to lock the door? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, so you guys had opened the the door before. You guys have that same key. Yep. <laughs> Who put it in their inventory? No, I'm sure one of you did. I uh, got it. Sphinx says we. I made sure. <laughs> yes. You mean Felonius? Felonius. And uh, you guys shut the the gate and lock it behind you. And oh. You, you can hear the like you know what sounds like you know like metal falling in the distance. It sounds like the lab itself is far enough underground that it won't affect like the rest of the buildings or anything else around here. But that lab is like sinking in and like collapsing in on itself. I I pull out my my flask and I take a I take a good sip. Okay, I I, I reach my hand out to Alice to see if I can take a swig of it. <laughs> I I I hand it over. I I look at him. He's earned it. I empty it out. <laughs> and the flask and I is back. I now sl- gone. I slap it out of his hand. I pull them both in for a group hug. <laughs> a very out of character group hug. I'm like uncomfortable. Uh, I'm like squeezed in, but I'm, I'm too tired to try to resist. You guys have done it, guys. That was uh, a fucking nightmare. You guys have delved into the laboratory that was once botulism and Bloodbanes and then taken over by Laszlo Von Dracovich, mad scientist of the Bloodbane family. Uh, you guys have found out a bunch of weird, crazy stuff. You guys have found out a whole heck of a lot. Uh, There's some good information in there. Yeah, absolutely. You, you have a good idea of what's up with uh, Pyralis. You have a good idea of what's up with like the, the uh, machinations of uh whatever you want to call it, X319, The Great Devourer, Emphysema, Anavel, whatever name you decide to give him, you have a decent understanding of what it's about and why it is that way. Yeah, Great. We, we, I think we've, we've kind of pieced everything together. It's just a matter of stopping her. Well, we've pieced everything together except for the demon thing. Yeah, that's true. We There's, have no idea how that really connects to this. You have, yeah, so... Was the demon influencing... Laszlo? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but then what does that have to do with the other two showed up? Pyralis and all that, too? Not Pyralis. With, uh, with, uh, um... Your foe, with Murdoch. Murdoch. With oh, Murdoch yeah, showing up. And, uh, Supercloak. I've been thinking, yeah. what if they were used to lure us into the city specifically? I mean, maybe. Pyralis seemed to know we were here almost instantly. But why us? Well, I mean, for the record, you guys had been here for a good week, over a week, before Pyralis reached out to you. It's true. You know, it wasn't necessarily like the first day you walked in, Pyralis was there. You don't think you've run into Pyralis elsewhere, but I mean, you know, at the very least, it didn't seem to. The voice wasn't very familiar or anything like that. And we never, either we didn't or she didn't say she had any connection with the demon stuff. No. Uh, at the very least, she didn't say. Her. You didn't necessarily ask, but I mean, at the same time, it didn't seem to be. She seemed much more focused on the Bloodbane side, the dragon side of things. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, we should probably go let... Uh, should the, we talk to, to Verna and let her know how our investigation's gone? Yeah, we should do that. We should also talk to uh, Orvalt and let him know to not let people in this building. 
Yeah. That would yes, that's probably pr- top priority. And then we got to get these uh, magic weapons checked. I'm thinking we ask Abraham see if maybe he could do it. You know, for free. <laughs> Abraham, uh, well, you make an Arcana check. I can tell you more. I know. I or religion. Could, I could use some potions, so I need uh, to go somewhere to get those. Well, we're going to rest up, and you'll get all healed and everything. Yeah, I mean, it, that should honestly probably be priority what number one. What am I doing, one. Arcana? I got, arcana or religion? I got 21 for religion. Okay. I got a uh, 19 for Arcana. You both know that uh, as a, a priest, Abraham Goldbeard would not have access to the the ability to analyze magic items. What Wizards about, would. What about Kibo? I feel like he might owe us a favor. Kibo feasibly would have that yeah, spell. Yeah, I think Kibo does owe us a or favor. Or Wendy. Well, we could talk to Wendy. But Wendy's we could talk to Wendy. How did that? How how is how have our last meetings with her gone? Poorly. Uh, do you poorly. think we're gonna get a good price? <laughs> no, she had a sock thrown on her face yeah. and, and farts left in her in her office. We should probably talk to Kibo. Yeah, I don't know. I can think of something new to do to her. All right. So first on the agenda, how, where are, where are we at? I don't remember. We're in the government district. You're yeah. in the government district, and at this point, we're probably now, in this building now, right on the main level. Or did we leave the building? Oh uh, yeah, you're you're basically in the, the basement. Yeah, yeah, you're in the basement of this government building, uh, right near the giant steel shutter door. As you hear the sound of like the occasional crash, as like likely the lab is falling in on itself. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're close to Verna. What, yeah. time, what time of day is it right now? I don't, even, I don't even know. You're not sure? You're underground right now. All right, let's, let's walk up and see what yeah. time it is. So you guys walk outside, and you guys had spent quite a lot of time in the lab. Uh, you guys had, you know, uh, uh, you know, not only taken like a short rest there and everything, but it was, you know, just kind of a long time dealing with all that and, you know, everything. So you get outside, and it's like, I'm pretty sure it'd be like late afternoon at this point, maybe That's into fine. the early evening. Verna's close. So, yeah, maybe we start with Verna. Yeah. Oh, also, as you get outside, it is raining. It's like a like like thunder blasts in the distance, and uh, uh, it, it's like you know a thunderstorm going on. I put my cloak it's, up over my head. It's, it's weird that you're bringing this up. I uh, I mean, I rolled a one on what was going on outside oh, in the weather. Okay. So, you <laughs> so know. it's just a roll. This isn't like a okay. I got it. Yeah, it isn't necessarily like the, the somebody brought. The, I mean, don't be wrong. I'm not saying that things are swell in the town of Rayburn Falls and that this is not, you know, uh, some kind of omen or portent of things to come. But at the very least, it was a uh, a legitimate role. Okay, fair enough. What are we talking to Verna about? Just letting her know what we just did? Yeah, Yeah, plus she owes us some money. (laughs) At this point, yeah, I'm pretty sure she owes you money. I I I think it's been another week. Uh, Yeah, probably. Can it wait? I mean, do we have to do that? We're right here. here. And I want to get paid. Yeah. Fine. I mean, what else are we going to do? Continue on with our investigation. Well, we got to rest up first. Yeah, we're gonna take a so full rest night. up, and so let's go talk to Verna. By the time we're done and we get over to the Mertillo Barrage, it'll be nighttime. <clears throat> sure. So you guys right. head on over to uh, the building Verna's in, uh, which is not too far from where you're at. Uh, I tell you what, go ahead and roll me a d20, uh, Hannibal, and we'll see what's going why on it, over why there. Why is it gotta be me? Because I just had a good feeling about your dice roll. Fuck. A one? Yes! <laughs> God damn it! This is why I said I'd like to just go back to the Miratiara Berge. Why does no one ever listen to Thelonious? Ah, wonderful. That thunderstorm was an omen. Ah, wonderful. So, that was uh, not necessarily your own one. The, you know, it was just me asking for the the situation. I just wanted one of you to be able to see what it was. I'll tell you that. Situation's fucked. 
Yeah, so you get over to the <laughs> building where uh, Verna and a, a few of the others, like the governor, uh, spend their time, and the uh, building is like locked up. It looks like it's uh, closed for the day. Oh. Is there anyone walking? Do we see anyone walking by? <laughs> uh, in the street? Yeah, so you see uh, a couple of uh, the town guard are walking by. Yeah, we might as well stop them. Them. Well, well let's and ask, ask them, them why, why the building is closed in too. the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, yeah so uh, they walk up and they, they, they notice who you are. Uh, let me see. Is it anyone you know? No, it's not. Uh, the, the two guards, they're human, uh, go, uh, I, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I mean, I've been patrolling, but uh, I, I'd imagine that they cl- you know just shut down early for the day. They must have had things to do. Is that normal? I mean, Sure, they're you know it's the town council members and the governor. They can come and go as they please, I suppose. They probably wanted okay. to beat the rain, um, and then we should tell them about. Yeah, so you know who we are, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, see that building over there that we just came from? Uh, I n- I mean, no, you'll have to explain it to you. Yeah. Just give them a yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, you describe it to them, and they go, oh yeah, the old government building. Yeah, don't let people in there. Oh okay. Uh, should I? Can we ask why? Yeah, you can tell Orvalt we found his. Uh, we found his, the, we found the secret lab, and there's monsters in it, and we killed most of them, but not all of them. But they're locked down. As long as nobody goes in there, we should be good. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll go grab some more guards, and we'll, we'll make sure that the, the building's sealed off. Sweet. We'll lock it up and everything. Uh, yeah. Um, Can we roll inside on this guy? Yeah, absolutely. You rolled a one. This guy could be messing with us for all we know. I mean, that's metagaming, but that's okay. Sorry. Uh, that is a eight. Seems to be telling the truth. Uh, uh, the, the one guy uh, who isn't talking seems kind of nervous at the notion that, like, monsters could be there, but you guys assured that they're, you know, sealed away. So, you know, but he does seem nervous. These are, these are just, like, you know, hired town guard. They're, they're not hardened warriors necessarily. They're, you know. So, yeah. They're, they're not, you know, too keen on fighting monsters, but. Right. All right. So now what? Somebody else make the decision. I'm clearly I, incapable. We need to rust up. I'm I'm all for bath and bed. Good idea. Mirtil Albers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys head across town in the rain, and you guys, uh, you know, make it into the the you know your your bed and breakfast, and uh, sure enough. You have uh, Fritz there. Maxwell is already at the uh, uh, kitchen table. Uh, he's got a you know a bottle of wine, and uh, Fritz looks in your guys' direction as you like trudge in from the rain. He goes, "Oh, I, I shall get some towels, and you can dry off." Well, that'd be great. Thank Fritz. I like. He smiles and and he rushes to the the pantry, and Maxwell kind of like leans his chair back a bit to like get a look at you guys. He goes. Ah, you're uh, more miserable and covered with blood than usual. We had a we had a fucking day. <laughs> oh uh, man! Well. I switch out my wet boots for the dry ones. They- yeah, you guys take off your like boots. Fritz comes out, and you guys can dry off. You you know put your cloaks on like a rack and everything. And you guys come in, and uh, Fritz has been making uh, like a like a roast, you know, uh, uh, chicken essentially. I go right to the wine cellar and grab my own <laughs> bottle of blueberry wine. You go down there and it it's starting to look a little lower. Uh, there, it, it looked like the the rack had quite a few bottles, and you grab one and you're almost like, man, are we gonna make it to the end of this investigation? And you head back upstairs. Uh, the the wine cellar is not especially big. It's uh, not a huge basement. Uh, actually, you know, for this mansion, no, it'd be a pretty good size. Uh, so it's like a basement and a wine cellar uh, okay. together. Uh, well, I know other establishments that have some of those wines. Yep. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so we let uh, Maxwell kind of know what's going on. Yeah, you fill Maxwell in, and he's like, uh, mad scientists? Yeah, cloned mad scientist. They Clone do that now. Mad it's weird. scientist. Uh, if it was anyone but you three, I'd have said you were bullshitting me, but uh, I mean, you, you guys have seen some shit, and I can tell on your faces, so yeah. uh, drink up. I fell in pee. <laughs> Technically, the pee fell your, on you. Your own fault. Um... What? And it wasn't mine. You were the the Tyrannosaur peed on you. I'm just going to leave it at that. You can come up with your own story. You know what? Uh, I've heard of monsters marking their territory. <laughs> I, uh, I I guess it just comes with the territory. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. Yep. I'm going to try not to think about that. That's I, probably I for the best. I would have totally yeah. offered him a drink if I would have still had that. The pee? <laughs> yeah. What, whatever, what the hell did he do to you? Nothing. I just like fucking with people. It's like blood I got, bane blood. And I got burned from it a earlier. Ah, karma. <laughs> so, and yet you've learned nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. So you guys spend the evening relaxing, eating, catching up with Maxwell. Drinking. Drinking. Uh, Maxwell tells you, he goes, uh, nothing, nothing's been going on. I've, I've been kind of on you know, Fritz guard duty. You've been having me watch him. And uh, nothing, I, I've not noticed anything at least. I mean, for all I know, maybe I am being watched. I don't realize it, but I don't think so. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, there's enough weird shit going on in this town right now. He says, yeah, from your descriptions, it, yeah, it sure does sound like it. Has there, been, there, there hasn't been, while we were gone, there weren't any other disappearances? Or, or visits? No, nothing. Uh, nobody came around. Uh, it's been pretty quiet. I mean, you've not been gone for too long. You know, you guys have been gone a day. Nothing right. too crazy. All right. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's okay. He nods and he says, I mean, that's the best we can hope for, I suppose. Uh, I mean, if I had to wager a guess, you know, the, the threats of you guys, you know, having soft targets, if you will, at uh, the Mertil Alberge by that monster is probably trying to get you to stay out of its business, you know, threats. Well, we can't yeah. find it right now, so we're definitely out of its business. Yeah. When was the last time you saw it when it uh, confronted you? Yeah, in the, in the church. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll cross my fingers for you guys. Well, thanks for that. Oh, I think I'm ready for bed. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell nods, and he limps himself uh, uh, up the stairs, uh, tells you that, you know, he's heading to bed as well. And you guys are all going to uh, sleep. Oh, I'm going to ask uh, Hannibal if I can just take a look at that bow. Yeah, that no, please take it. Sure. So uh, at a glance, the bow, the staff, and the uh, uh, sword all seem to be plus two weapons. Oh, okay. Seem to be. All right. Wonder how they're gonna fuck with us later. Well, one is called the Flesh of Hatred's Razor. That's the sword. All right. Or the hilt that uh, uh, you know. The the next is the Bloodstained Staff of Sacrifice, and the other is the B Brittle Bones of Remorse. Great. Those are descriptions that you were told when you were in the uh, uh, lab, either by uh, Frank the the zombified uh, you know human mage, yep. or uh, on the documents that you found in like the locker where. It was stored away. Did the document say anything else? It was just the name. It was just okay. the name of these weapons. It seems like the Bloodstained Staff of Sacrifice 
was something from Bodulism's time, right. according to that wizard. Uh, but the other two seem to have been made by Laszlo von Dracovich. Oh, great. That means they could be anything. All right. With an identify spell, you'll know everything, though. If you just yeah. try to attune them to yourselves right now, you'll learn maybe a little bit more, but, you know, then you're cursed and they're stuck on you until you, you know, have someone remove curse. Right. Okay. So let's not, let's let's, not attune them just yet. Or yes. And. Thelonious, did you want to attune your uh, staff? No. I'll hold All off. Right. Wow, you really him. thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> just asking. Uh, so you guys are going to bed? Yes. Absolutely. So you guys sleep and uh, Alice trances. Alice, four hours pass and you're, uh, of course, uh, up and about. Uh, if you want to just relax in your room and try to take it easy, and, you know, try to forget about the nasty, horrible, fleshy monstrosities you were dealing with, you absolutely can. If you have something else you want to do, then by all means, let me know. I want to check in the drawer because I had that that journal from a, from a, a non-oral sin. Mm hmm. I want to see if it's still in there. You open up the the drawer, and uh, as far as that goes, the journal still seems to be there. Okay. Anything else you want to do with it? Um, we've already we've already tried to read it, right? You glance through it, and I mean, it, it's uh, uh, it's just, if I'm not mistaken, that was a uh, uh, like a, a tome that had like. Uh, aberrant uh beings like knowledge of aberrant beings in it right that sounds right yeah so i mean like you haven't really like dove into the book like do you want to learn things like yeah you know? i might uh, i'll i'll take a look and, and read through the book see if I, there's any anything matches uh a reference to something we've seen so far uh make me an arcana check uh let's see unnatural 20 with an unnatural 20, not necessarily. I mean, some things are matching up the, like, you know, the fact that, like, you know, it's it's this, you know, Lord of Madness. Uh, he has, you know, like, power that's not really agreed upon necessarily. Like, some people say he bends reality. Other people say that, you know, no, 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 it, like, you know, it isn't anything that dramatic. And, you know, so it's it's kind of uh, hard. And, and it's also not easy because a lot of the scholars that studied this kind of stuff are insane. So, you know, it's it's just hard to read. It, you don't get very far. Uh, however, you guys, uh, as you guys are waking up, uh, the other, you know, two of you, Hannibal and Thelonious, uh, and you guys go downstairs and the three of you reconvene and start having breakfast, uh, there is a knock at the door. Of course there is. It's always a knock at the door. All right. Is, is Fritz getting this? Are we getting this? What's, what's uh, the deal? Fritz uh, uh, has, you know, he's like got his like, you know, like hands over the stove. He's like, uh, if, if you would not mind getting it, I, I, you know, I got this. And the uh, you hear uh, as you guys wake up too. Uh, did the weather change dramatically? No, not really. So it's no longer like a thunderstorm, but it's still raining outside. Uh, Thelonious, you get to the door and you open it up and. It kind of catches you off guard, the group that you have. You have Orval, and you also have uh, Abraham Goldbeard. And they both kind of look at each other and like look to you three. And uh, Orval kind of, t you know, like, uh, uh, you know, still has his hat on. He doesn't remove it immediately because of the rain. And uh, Abraham has a cloak over his head. And Orval's like, uh, we both have concerns that we'd like to bring up to you. And Abraham says, it is incredibly grave. May we come in? And that's where 
we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezillamedia. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.